For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, welcome to another week's conversation about Lee County Trojan football with the man himself, the head coach of the Lee County Trojans, Dean Fabrizio, joins us. Coach, how's it going this morning? It's going really well, a lot better than last week at this time. Well, can't win them all, Coach. I know you want to, but uh, let's talk about that game, Coach. Uh, things didn't go quite the way we wanted to. Uh, which game? We, we're, talk, we're talking about Lake Gibson, right? No, oh, I thought you were talking about the, the loss against uh, – Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, you know, that was – like we talked about last week, you know, I think we're going to be a better team for playing that game. Uh, Colt was got a really good football team. Coach Kelly and his staff do a great job. Uh, you know, we, we hung tough right in there. It was anybody's ball game till about 10, 8, 10 minutes left in the game, and then the wheels came off. So, uh, we had a lot of things for us to correct, a lot of things we, we need to look at. Definitely got our kids' attention, and uh, we rebounded really well versus a uh, really good Lake Gibson team Friday night. Yeah, and you did. And, of course, that was the last game that you played, Lake Gibson 51 to nothing, And it looked like there was no real hangover from that loss. Do you ever worry about that coming off a loss uh, like you had against Colquitt where, the, like you said, the wheels kind of came off there late in the game? You know, our kids do a good job. Uh, when you know, Fortunately, we've been blessed, knock on wood. We haven't lost a lot of games here in the last several years. And our kids do a good job coming back after that. We try to keep things the same. Uh, as as a win or loss, you know, hey, let's look at what we can correct. Look at what we can get better. Um, we try not to panic, but it, you know, it definitely got our kids' attention. Our kids didn't like that feeling, and uh, we had a good week of practice and came out and played really well versus a, a Lake Gibson team that that's got a lot of talent. It's a good football team and going to win a lot of games for the end of the year. Absolutely, um, you know, and and listen, I know that again, we we we've talked about it, but. Uh, you know, some teams don't handle a, a loss well. You guys were able to put that one away and come back um, 51 to nothing, the win over Lake Gibson. As you said, this was a team that really a lot better than their record indicated, Coach. Uh, talk about this team. Well, you know, they, they're coming off a semifinal appearance in Florida. Um, they, they really scheduled tough, you know, uh, two weeks prior. You know, they won their opening game, then they went down and played American Heritage, who's one of the top 20 teams in the nation. Uh, that's a team that they came up and played Lowndes, got a, a win over Lowndes at Martin Stadium the first game of the year. Um, they had a tough loss there, and then they went down and played on ESPN. The next week uh, versus the top running back in the country, uh, and uh, – Lost a close game there, and then I think the travel caught up with them a little bit. They had to take a long trip up here the, this week, so that was three weeks in a row they had long trips. So no doubt the travel caught up with them. They're a lot better football team than they they showed Friday. You know, I'd like to think we had something to do with that, but you know, we 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 had a big hit on the opening kickoff, caused a fumble, recovered, and went in and scored, and that kind of set the tone for the whole game. Uh, it's 
41 nothing at half. Usmani had you know four touchdowns in the first half. Um, you know, we were able to play a lot of kids in the second half, which is always good. It was good to come away with a big win like that. Coach, you've been around, and I know you probably get asked about Usmani a lot. You've been around the game, you know, from your days in Florida and, of course, all your years at Lee County and the mm-hmm. success that you've had. You know, how talk about how special Usmani is. i, I got to tell you, and I shared this with you last week, Coach, and I think I shared it with you on the show and, and off the year, you know, uh, Colquitt played well, and and but that game, everybody is talking about the Lee County running back. For a lot of people, it was their first time seeing him. And again, I know you get asked a lot, but he's worth talking about. Usmani Cromont. Well, you know, he's still not a hundred percent either. Uh, that ankle still bothering him. Hopefully, with our open week this week, we'll get it rested up back. Um, but you know, as good a football player as he is, he's even a better person. Very humble kid. Um, of course, you know, the family the immigrants from. Uh, from, from out of the country, from uh, the Ivory Coast. And uh, his two older brothers played for me. His brother, older brother, Mustafa, was on our 2017-18 state championship teams. I've seen him play in youth ball since he was in elementary school, rec basketball, youth ball. We knew he was a pretty special talent even when he was little. But, you know, he certainly uh, you, you didn't think he was going to be this good. Um, and, and the thing about as great a runner as he is, he's a tremendous blocker. Uh, he had two receiving touchdowns, so he's really a great all-around player. Um, and, you know, the second half, he didn't play any in the second half the other night, and he's right there cheering his teammates on, uh, you know, excited for them to do well. He's not a guy who's like, hey, coach, I need to pad my stats, keep me in there. He's just a very humble young man, cares about his teammates, and uh, we're really blessed to have him. Uh, you know, hopefully we can keep him healthy, and, and he'll continue to have a big year for us. Absolutely. I guess, you know, the, the bye week will come at a good time for him. Yes, it will give him a chance to heal up. You know, we've got several other guys dinged up uh, too, as as you, you you expect when you play five games in a row, especially with the tough non-region slate that we play. You know, six counting the scrimmage versus Carver. So we got some guys dinged up. Uh, nothing major, but uh, uh, nothing major. We expect most of our guys to be able to play by next week. But uh, you know, we do. You know, I mean, we've had some guys that are have not been at 100. So they've still been able to play, but they've definitely not been 100. percent So hopefully, we get some guys healed up. Uh, this gives us a chance to work on some things that maybe regularly during a regular week you don't have you don't have a chance to work on because you're so focused on the opponent. This gives you a chance when you don't have that pressure of having to be ready for a Friday night game to maybe go back and work on some things that you can't hit as much uh, during a regular game week. So, you know, we're looking forward to this week and, and resting some guys up, but also using it as an opportunity to get better. Talking to Dean Fabrizio, head coach of the Lee County Trojans. This is our weekly conversation with the head man of the Trojans, the Lee County Coaches Podcast, ITG Next. I'm your host, Phil Jones. So, I tell you, I think the bye week comes at a good time because you guys are about to enter region play. Of course, you guys will have one more bye week, and I think that comes between Veterans and Northside, if I'm not mistaken, which will be the, the second and the third region game. But I tell you, Coach, again, this comes at a good time because that game against Houston County, especially the way the Bears are playing, that is uh, has all the makings for a big-time showdown. ITG Next will be there, by the way, to carry that game. But, uh, again, it's a, it's a couple of weeks off. But talk about the matchup against Houston County. What is it that scares you? Have you had a chance to begin looking at Houston County? I know you've been keeping up with them. But talk a little bit about uh, Houston County, what you know about them. 
Well, first off, you know, region one is always very tough and that's, that's no different this year. I think we've got at least three uh, teams in the top 10, maybe four uh, with Northside had a big win this week over North Cobb. So we know the region is going to be really tough. Uh, Houston County's got a good football team. Uh, you know, I haven't watched a whole bunch from yet uh, as we were focused on, you know, Colt and Lake Gibson, uh, but they've got a, they've got a really good football team. Veterans is playing really good football. We play after that. Um, and, you know, after that, you've got Northside. We know how good they are uh, in all their tradition. And Coach Alley, good staff, do an outstanding job. And then you've got another team that's undefeated rolling right now in Thomas County Central. So it's really a gauntlet we've got to go through. And, you know, that's one of the reasons we, we, we schedule such a tough non-region schedule. I want our kids to have to play a tough game, put it behind them, and then refocus on it and, and play another tough game. And that's one thing that you've got to do in Region 1, no matter how many A's are behind it. Region 1 is going to be tough week in and week out. And uh, that's one of the reasons we play a tough non-region schedule to get our kids ready to do that and also to play in big atmospheres. So any of the big region games, it's not the first time they've played in one of those electric atmospheres. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Coach. Obviously, your, your team is playing well. Um, the thing that I look at when I see you guys is you tend to do a lot of different things. Well, and I've talked about, the, the, the to me, and I've seen you guys one time. That was the opening game that we had against uh, when you guys played Warner Robins. Um, it looks like the line play, both sides of the ball, really solid for you guys. Has that been kind of the primary thing that's carried you guys? And, and again, I'm not mean to make you guys one-dimensional because you're not, but talk about the play of your line on both sides of the ball, offensively and defensively. Is that the, really the strong suit of your team? I think you could say that. You know, our, our offensive line coaches, John Flath and Rick Carr, do an outstanding job uh, year in and year out of developing linemen. We've got really good kids here. Uh, our offensive line, you know, led by uh, senior Caden Slagle, uh, Clint Hyde, Gavin uh, Gavin McDonald and, and several underclassmen are, are really good, probably as deep in a line group as we've got, as far as we feel like we've got seven, eight, maybe nine guys that can play in a, in a game, you know, in a game on Friday night, we can win with. Um, and then uh, defensive line, you know, they're, they're just about all underclassmen, uh, but they're really good, really talented and uh, big, all big kids. We've got about five to six guys that we rotate in at those three spots. So yeah, we feel like our play on the line is, really good this year and there's no doubt it's one of the strengths of our team and you know you go also with the offensive line our, our fullback you know we lost Debo Roberts who was and Tyrus Washington who was just as a tremendous fullback tight end combination for us so that last two years but uh, you know we've had some guys uh, really step up Demar Demonte Cantrell uh, junior fullback uh, John Geis 
uh, played fullback and tight end for us. And then Cam Bale, who missed the first several games with injuries back, and he's a tight end. And those guys have done an outstanding job there, too. And you want to kind of tie them in with the line of scrimmage because of their blocking. It's just so, it's so critical. We got such great play from the tight end and fullback for two two to three years out of uh, Tyrus and, and Debo and, and not having those two. You know, of course, Tyrus is playing at Arkansas. Debo's over at Georgia Military College. They were big, big guys to replace, literally and figuratively. <laughs> and, uh, uh, we've got these guys that have been waiting their turn, kind of step in, and they're doing an outstanding job there. Now, you know, in, and I have made this uh, known publicly. I've, ta- I've, I've shared this with you privately. And that is the strength, and talking about the strength of your team, your kicking game. I've talked about it, your special teams play in general. You talked about coming out with a big special teams play, I think, on the opening kickoff you mentioned uh, against Lake Gibson. But overall, I've been a big fan because I think it's been a major, major part of y'all's success. Talk a little bit about that and where you guys are at this year with the kicking, punting, and the overall special teams play. Well, losing you know losing our starting kicker and punter and snapper from last year, who were both multi-year starters, that was something we we had to have guys step up this year. We also lost our special team coordinator, Rusty Waters, is uh, the co-defensive coordinator at Ware County now, and he did an outstanding job with our special teams. We were able to pick up Corey Joyner, who was the head coach at Carver the last several years, and he's he's continued that. He does a great job as our special team coordinator. Um, uh, so we've had guys step into the roles. You know, we had a, uh, uh, our long snapper. You know, Jacob Osborne is now the starting snapper at Albany State. Uh, Lake Wilson is, was kind of his understudy for a couple of years, and he's taken his place, and he does an outstanding job at long snapping. And then uh, punting-wise, Wyatt Waddell stepped in as our punter. He's done a good job. And, you know, we, a weird thing this year, our two kickers that were battling for the job both are, are, are out. You know, uh, Cameron Snap, who was probably our starting kicker at the start of the season, Torres ACL versus Warner Robbins, uh, and then we, we've had a uh, our, our other kid that we, that was that was then took over as kicker uh, and pulled a quad muscle. So uh, we, we Wyatt has now had to do double duty handling the kicking too, and, and he's he's doing an outstanding job. He kicked off really well the other night. He made a field goal the other night and he's punting, so he's having to handle all the duties in that. And you know, we faced a little adversity there with the injuries, but that group has done a really good job. Uh, like I said, they set the tones. Ramirez Williams down on the kickoff causes a fumble. You know, our kids take a lot of pride in special teams. Uh, got a lot of tradition here of being great at special teams, and they're doing a good job again this year. Yeah, I, I, that has been so important, I think, to you all success. So uh, hopefully these guys can keep it going. It sounds like so far they've done a good job of that. So uh, as we close out with our conversation, our weekly conversation with Dean Fabrizio, head coach of the Lee County Trojans, our weekly Lee County Coaches podcast. Coach, what's the schedule for the uh, for, for the team uh, with, the, um, uh, with the off week? We're going to go uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday practice. We've got JV game and freshman game Thursday night. Uh, Wednesday, we have our two middle schools playing each other, our East versus West game. Uh, we actually had it scheduled for Friday night. We're going to let those guys play under the lights, but uh, weren't able to secure officials for it, so we had to move it back to Wednesday when they traditionally play. But that'll oh. be a big game. That'll be a big game. Uh, the East versus West game, both have really good teams this year. Our, our, eighth, it's our eighth grade group is really strong. Uh, so we're excited to see that Wednesday night, and uh, you know we, we'll give the kids, you know, we'll lift weights during the school day, and uh, give the kids, uh, you know, in class when they have their weight class, they'll lift, and we'll give the kids Friday off after school, and we'll crank it back up next week. You probably talk more, and this is a good thing, uh, about your middle school kids than than any other head coach. I mean, you stay pretty involved with it all, don't you, Coach? Well, we we try to. Uh, you know, we, we've got. 
you know, two staffs at each middle school that do a great job coaching. And, you know, that's the lifeblood of your program. And, you know, that, and I've said this many times, if you're a good program in high school football, you're going to lose good players every year. That's the nature of it. And hopefully you've got kids that are, that are, you know, that play in the, and that's the majority of our kids that they play on our middle school team. They ninth grade year, they play in our freshman team. Their 10th grade year, they play JV. A lot of our juniors, even play JV depending on the, the you know how many seniors we have and whatnot and then they become a starter and a quality player for us our senior their senior year I mean that's kind of the nature of our program yes we have Hughes Monty's the Chauncey Magwoods the Baron Hobsons that are multi-year starters but the majority of our kids you know work and then become a starter either their junior partway through their rotation guy their junior year and their start of their senior year and that's the good teams we've had we've had a lot of kids like that this year's a little bit we've got more uh, under Clyde, we're younger than usual, much younger than usual. Usually we start 12 or more seniors. This year we're only starting four or five, and that's just kind of the nature of this team. Uh, we've got a really good, strong class, but we feel really good about the, the middle school kids that are coming up and, and the group we've got there, and you know, we're excited to see them play each other. It's a heck of an atmosphere when our East versus West play. It'll be a great crowd. Uh, people are really excited about it. The kids get into it. Both schools get into it. A lot of school spirit. It's it's kind of neat to see them play, and then they all come together as ninth graders next year at the high school. Well done. Well said, Coach. Listen, enjoy the uh, the off week. And, uh, again, we're going to look forward to being over there for the uh, Houston County game. Boy, that is uh, setting up to be a great game with the success that Houston County has had. Got one of the uh, the best young electrifying quarterbacks uh, in the state. So, going to be a big task. And, Coach, we'll come back next week and talk more about that game then. Absolutely. Thanks for all you guys do to support high school football. Thanks for saying that, Coach. It means a lot. We appreciate it. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. There he is, Dean Fabrizio, head coach of the Lee County Trojans, joins us every week right here on ITG Next and the Lee County Coaches Podcasts. I'm your host, Phil Jones. We'll catch up with Coach Fabrizio next week. Be sure to join us then.